This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Hi, I'm Yang Wang. I'm a blogger, disability advocate, and immigrant social innovator. Join me to explore challenges and changes in our community on Kelly and Ramia. Young, for the last two months, because you come on monthly to chat with us, uh, we've been sharing advocacy stories and experiences, and not all of them have been, you know, uh, and at the end of the day, it was an awesome experience. You know, some of them were really challenging, really tested our patience as well. And two months ago, you shared your horseback riding story. The stable owner at the end of that story changed her attitude to um, blind people riding horses, a.k.a. you. And that was really great. It was a success Mm -hmm. story in your books for advocacy. Mm -hmm. But you do have some stories that are not that successful for advocacy. Right, right. Let me ask you, do you dance? (laughs) Do you dance? Here and there. (laughs) Kelly, do you dance? Uh, Here and there. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. so, it depends on how much money's involved and and if the it's lights baby. are off and nobody's there <laughs> oh well like uh, i love dancing i uh explore room dancing um latin dance mm-hmm. and actually i organized a dancing latin dance class for uh, at cnib uh, for the blind people a few years ago in 2017 2018 i believe um, but then in the pandemic, I stopped uh, at all. Uh, but since last December, I started to go to some dancing studio uh, to dance again. And uh, one of the instructors I invited, actually, um, he's, he's my friend. When he and uh, his dancing partner go, uh, they're very kind. <laughs> they just give me a ride. Um, so it's a lot of fun. I learn. Um, I cannot boast I'm a you know excellent dancer, but uh, I'm okay, <laughs> and, and I enjoy it. Um, yeah. So I said, "Oh, why not?" Uh, uh, I, like ask my other blind friends to come over. So I asked my friend, "I can I you know bring my uh, blind friends and you can help?" Um, he said, "Okay, let me ask the the studio's owner." Um, because uh, I'm, I'm, you know, I know her for a long time. Uh, let me ask first. So he came back to me and said, "Okay, uh, let's do it. Let's let's plan for it." Um, at this point, I um, I just mentioned, because I forgot to mention, I'm not a dog user, guide dog user. Uh, so at this point, I, I I said, "Okay." So some of my friends they have um, guide dogs. Uh, I think that's okay, right? But he was like. Oh, uh, this could be an issue because uh, some people would get alert, like allergies maybe, and or or they get scared. And what if, uh, like the dogs, you know, while you're dancing on the floor, the dogs come. So he was a little bit, uh, uh, kind of like, uh, like scared by this idea. I said, like, why not you ask the owner? Um, but he said, oh, I know her very well because he's mm-hmm. been there for dozens uh-huh. of years. So, like always yeah. go there. Yeah. And, and he said, believe me, like he, she will not be happy about that. So the next 
like a trip to the dancing studio, I I really just couldn't help asking. You know, I said, why not you let me ask the owner? Uh, it's hard to ask, right? Um, and do you know, actually, according to the law, uh, any business, you know, they 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 have to open their facility to people with service animal. And my friend at this point, it's literally he was law, kind mm-hmm. of very yeah. He he was kind of quite upset because he's he thought I was trying to like threaten, like threaten. And he said, "Don't you, you know, tell her about this, because she, she, she's really hardcore. She would be pissed off." Right. Um, she and, would be and too she, when she got he fined. Said, oh, <laughs> he said, "Oh, I regret even I, I, I bring you here, right?" Um, yeah, of course. That's said, next. You know, yeah, yeah. So I said, "But uh, she's running a business, and she." might already know that just because you don't know that doesn't mean she right. doesn't know yeah or and, she should uh, know it she, for her own yeah, benefit she, too yeah, right exactly for her own yeah. benefit what if you know but um she he was very upset and uh, i said well you actually came to cnib to teach uh, blind people you know how you know we can manage and uh uh, the the dogs they really behave very well. Uh, he said yes, I'm okay with that. But that was at CNIB. Uh, and this is you know dancing studio. Yeah. So, so what? Like uh, people outside CNIB or blind community uh, should start to get used to that, right? And he said, oh, you're gonna do this uh, social reform starting from this little dancing studio. Um. But anyway, like uh, we went inside, uh, and I, I he was like very popular there. Um, he knew all the, the friends there, and uh, the owner, the owner uh, was really a, a very tough owner. Um, you cannot say she was not kind. Uh, but anyway, my friend was upset, and I, I, you know, I respected uh, him and his uh, request. So I, I stayed silent. I didn't ask, uh, and I could see he was quite nervous all the time. <laughs> that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and at the end, he like when we left, he said, "Oh, if you really want to ask, you go ask her." Yeah, because he felt well, guilty, right? And I understand that. Um, he he's actually very kind. Like he and his yeah. partner gave me right, and he helped actually blind people. But uh, um, he has his social life there, and uh, he oh. could um, imagine like he knew them very uh, well, and he knew that they might not be so keen on the idea. Uh, but anyway, he he asked me like to to ask, so I asked like very nicely. Uh, but the owner said, oh, like we have a board meeting next month. So I- I'll ask at the board and I'll let you know. Oh, man, uh, it's really I- I never, prolonged. I never yep. get, yeah, I never get an, an answer. answer, right? So I that's a 
that like that's an indirect uh, refusal. No kidding. Young, yes. I'm very curious about this approach on uh, your end of it, because there's AODA, right? And there's the Ontario laws and legislations talking about discrimination uh, towards guide dogs and service animals. We know this stuff is in place already. We know that the business owners and um, businesses in general, their attitude or you know, personal feelings and emotions around guide dogs and service animals is literally like, you know, it's it's not, mm, it's irrelevant. Yes. It's irrelevant to the situation, to say the least, because we have the laws dictating that service animals are not to be refused. Uh, however, your approach was a bit more patient, it's more gentle. There's a lot of this kind of, let's see if we can get him on our side for in an attitudinal way. And I'm curious if you can talk more about that with us. Yes, because I, I argued hard for my blind friends, right? But I can sort of also understand the concerns of my friend and the concerns of the of the studio owner. Like the resistance uh, like around it? Technically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yep. um, they have, like, the concerns on their mind uh, are real, right? Like, what to do? Or, like, what if the, the, the dogs just come to the floor and, you know, walk around with people and people maybe trip over? It could, like, cause mass. Um, so, and, like, they have, uh, yeah, they have these real concerns. And I can see my friend, like his social life every day, go dancing, and it's that's his life. And if like uh, he brought some trouble to the the studio to the friend, um, he he would uh, not feel good about that, right? So I can really see that. Um, mm -hmm. And I think we have this AODA, you know, the laws to support us. Uh, but it might be, it might not be in our best interest if every time we just use that law kind of to force people to do something. Because mm -hmm. you said that attitudinal, right? Only when people can accept us uh, from the bottom of their heart, we can really enjoy that equal opportunity to participate, to interact and to love and be loved. So, so I come I think, from an era. Uh, I come from an era where we didn't have any of these rules or any of these things to protect us the same way we do now. But I also come from an era where you go and approach someone, you have this discussion, and we can't be a sledgehammer all the time. The law can't be a sledgehammer. It is, as you said, young, in our best interest sometimes to work out the compromise to teach the lesson. Right. I agree very right, much. Right. In, OK, sure. They can't tell you, no, if you showed up with money and said, I'd like to come in, I have a guide. That, well, we don't. Oh, oh, you want to buy how many classes? Yeah, 50 should do for a start. <laughs> it's in your best oh. interest. Yeah. So yeah. then they, they say, well, what know. do we do with your dog? Because they obviously don't want the dog in their mind pestering other clients. The allergy thing is a thing because people with allergies have a right to go out as much as we do. And that is a legitimate thing. It's the showing them this is a trained dog. This isn't just my pet coming along with me because I he, he doesn't like being left at home. Um, and we all have the responsibility. And let's be fair. Some of us do know people who have guide dogs or service animals that are not the most well-behaved. It, it's, it happens like anything. Um, so I like your approach. I also understand like you do, 
his situation. Would I have gone to the person, the owner, when I realized he was feeling put in the middle and hey, you're going to get me in trouble here and out the window goes my social life. I would have probably gone to that owner, but I probably would have gone with a compromise too. I mean, especially yeah. if I was, I don't know if the people I'm bringing are paying. If they're paying, they're as good as their money's as good as anybody else. I think I might have wondered, all right, so you're worried about for whatever you could claim. So put us as your last class of the day. Let us go in. Sure, solution oriented. Or mm -hmm. a solution yeah, to show you the solution. A behavior. So you're not saying no, because the reality is, yeah, sure, you can go in and say, I have a right to take it. If you don't, I'll call the police right now. Well, they could also Human just rights say, complaints, right. or you could complain and say, I'm not going to come here. We're not bringing our business here, which is what they want. Oh, well, that's too bad. Sorry to lose your business. Yeah, go bother someone else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, the thing is, it's almost about where we draw the line, right? Yes, we can have the, the mm -hmm. yin and the yang, the push and pull, the tug of war of um, advocacy and experience. And, and a lot trying won't to do be, it, right? They and, can't deal with it. And trying to be an integrated part to. of society versus, you know, do we just throw the law in people's faces? We have these kind of discussions often on know your rights, right? Is the law uh, mm -hmm. enough to make the difference? Is it actually making law? long-term effect and impact. However, in this kind of circumstance, my question is also, and where do you draw the line? Like at the end That's of the right. day, well, if it's me versus you and you don't want me there and I'm saying, hey, me and my guide dog really want to take part in this uh, activity, at some point, who's putting their foot down? Am I walking away from the situation feeling like I did not move the needle forward? Are you saying, good, I won. This person is no longer going to come in, you know, good riddance kind of thing. It, it, that's the the unfairness we're talking about with well, people with disabilities, And the unfairness right? is also pitting people, other circumstances, other people mm -hmm. with disabilities, such as allergies yeah. or somebody who comes from a place yeah. where dogs are very scary to yeah. them. You know, do you want to lose those mm -hmm. customers? The but stereotypes also just, are being reinforced. Yeah, we, our law is there, mm -hmm. thrown out there, but how do we kind of make it fair for both? Someone with a guide dog or a service yes, animal of any yes. kind should not have yeah. to deal, and allergies also are legitimate. Somebody's not just making it up because they want to run around and keep dogs out of places. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a good thought. Yeah, good thought. Mm -hmm. I, I think uh, like a mutual understanding, patience, and yeah. stay Compromise, engaged patience. in showcasing. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, showcasing are all very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and teaching the lessons yes. in a nice way. Don't demoralize anyone, don't degrade, and don't come in with a cannon and blast your way in. Yeah, or maybe you do. That, that's my so point. At Bottom times line. you have to. <laughs> At exactly. times you have to. And, and, yeah, and I also realize, you know, it's really um, hard to change the stereotype in people's mind, oh, and especially sure. when they, especially when they're really grown up because they're like maybe they're already very formed right? in their ways yeah the, some yep. stereotype yeah um so it's it, i i'm thinking yeah maybe it's better to introduce some um education in school to young students absolutely I well, and you will find young a, a students generally now already yeah? know a lot right a lot of young people already may not have those biases yeah. especially in this circumstance yeah, but you know what? To give some some uh, really helpful advice, because I once translated a manual, like a customer service manual, uh, from China, uh, English to Chinese for a technology company. Mm -hmm. um, that 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 um, really gave a very helpful advice uh, how to deal with uh, all kinds of people with disabilities. Yes, and I'm thinking, oh, if we introduce this kind of material to the schools. And the students will be equipped 
not only with that empathy, that understanding, but they were equipped with all this knowledge. So they will not have that fear, a lot of like over concern on mm. their mind. They will know how to help people with all kinds of disabilities. And when they're young, you know, when they go to society, like when they become uh, owner of the studio, dancing studio, it will be, you know, not that uh, much uh, barrier. For exactly. Them. In a different place and mindset. It definitely takes advocacy of all kinds, Young. Thank you so much for um, these stories and discussions. We'll chat with you next month. Well, thank you. All very good source from you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's been good. Young Wang joins us on the third Tuesday of every month, so you can check in this time for these kinds of conversations. A lot of advocacy that's come up in the last few months. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.